What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. Who can stand against the name of Jesus? What sickness can exist in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ? What disease can stand against the name of Jesus? Absolutely none. For the Bible says that the mention of the name of Jesus every knee shall bow of things in heaven of things on earth and of things underneath the earth and every tongue will confess that jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the father so we gather this morning to confess that jesus christ is lord amen praise god hallelujah to god be the glory once again we want to thank god that we are covid free Amen? Or else, you know, there are places in the world that churches are on lockdown. Cities are on lockdown. Not a talk of a place like India where they are recording astronomical numbers on a daily basis. I saw the number, was it on Thursday? And they recorded, I think it must have been 312 or 321,000 infections in a day infections in a day that is the population of so many cities here say it is about fourteen thousand. the entire latrobe valley they are not up to four three hundred thousand so can you imagine an entire latrobe valley infected with covid19 Sometimes we don't know what God has done for us. And we need to be thankful. I keep on saying it. I had a conversation with a friend of mine during the week about COVID-19, about vaccines and the rest of it. And I said to him very, very plainly and very clearly, COVID-19 is from hell. I know that he said it came from China. Probably it did. But COVID-19 was originally from hell. Before the vaccines were discovered, the answer was vaccines, isn't it? Get the vaccines. Get the vaccines. All the problem will be over. All the trouble will be, get the vaccines. Then vaccines came. Suddenly, Brazilian variant. South African variant. This variant. That variant. They said the vaccine might not be effective against them. Then what happened again? That is why... Our faith is not in vaccines, it's in God. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. It's not in vaccines, it's in God. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Can we just thank God that we are free of this COVID-19 here? It will not come near us. Just thank God for it. Thank God that you have been shielded and protected. Thank God, thank God. Please, ushers, watch over the children. We want very little distractions today. Let's thank God, let's thank God. Let's thank God, let's thank God, let's thank God, let's thank God. Let's thank God for it, let's thank God. Let's thank God for his protection. Let's thank God for that he's kept us in this nation, not just in the city of Melbourne, in the entire nation. We thank God for what the premiers, what the prime ministers are doing, but it's far, far beyond what they are doing or what they have done. God has kept us, and we want to thank him for that. Let's thank him, and let's thank him, because when you know how to be thankful, you receive more. Big faith prepares what? In a big way. Amen. Praise God. Believers are barrier breakers. Because of the one that is living inside of us. It's called the Holy Spirit. He was able to do exceedingly and abundantly and above. Stop looking at yourself. Because the moment you look at yourself, you know, because you are limited. As human beings, humanity is, is laced with limitation. But look to God, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above. 
I want you to challenge God. I want you to say, God, I'm trusting you for this. And I'm ready to do this. And you see what God will do for you. I'm just looking for two, three people or four people that will do that. That will say, I'm ready to go beyond and above this year. The Lord spoke to one of us last Sunday. And I said to her, I said, stop working on Sunday. Stop working on Sunday. Because God will what? Will lift you and promote you if you stop doing that. Because she's not been able to come to church because she's been working on Sunday. And they said, stop it! Because it's not my labor, it's my favor. Trust God! And you know what she did? Because they wouldn't allow her and release her, she went there and she resigned. I said, what? He said she resigned from that Sunday walk. She said, I'm not going to call her. I'm not going to. She's surprised that I know. She resigned. Do you think God will not honor her? That is called thinking big and believing big. That is called testing your God. That God, if you are truly God, show up. That is saying to God, that Lord, I heard your word. And we are proving him in this place many times. When I heard that, I said, wow. I got excited in my spirit. I first of all said, what did she do? From Sunday walk. Did I tell you to do it? I did not. But she believed the prophetic word. That says, it's my time of lifting and promotion. And to be honest with you, I wasn't expecting somebody who just started to do that. How many people have been, Jim, 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 they would, uh, <laughs> it's my paycheck. I'm not going to allow it to go away. <laughs> it is time, if God is God, let him show up. God, I'm tired of let's prove him. The God that we serve. Is he real? Is he able? Can he do it? Then let's, let, 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 let's do what he's asking us to do so that we can experience what he has promised us. I'm not a religious person at all. Religion believes in what? Okay, let's just be, you know, it's called activity without productivity. I'm not religious. People who are close to me know that. There's some things I won't take. Let's get it done. Not religious. I believe in what God is saying. When I was an unbeliever, I was a good unbeliever. The moment I gave my heart to the Lord, I ran with all my heart. And I thank God for the things that he has done. I've proven him again and again and again and again. I'm not just talking. I'm talking about the one who has proven this God, that this God is real. And it's time for us in your life, because God is taking us to another realm. He said, he said I'm taking you to the realm of the miraculous. And I'm telling you, it won't happen by you sitting down doing nothing. It will happen when you rise up in your spirit and say, yes, God, that is your word, it's time. Praise God. Hallelujah. If I start to share testimonies with you, you will say, eh? But it's happening. It's happening. What God is doing in the lives of his people. But I need to challenge you. You know, do you go before God? What is God still asking you to do? You go before God because you want to go to the next level. You go before God and say, Lord, and not just be giving excuses and say, oh yeah, God understands. It is true, he understands, but you remain at the same level.
Praise God. Hallelujah. This kind God, you. I never see your type, oh. This kind God, oh. Blessed be your holy name. God is real. He's true. He's faithful. There are some three things I believe in. You can take it, you can go to do it. I believe them so soundly. I believe them and it's been proving that in my life. You can, you can believe the same thing if you want to. But I believe that number one is this. God is good. Hello? God is what? And God is good to? Not just good to, to everyone, but good to what? To me. God is good to me. I believe that soundly. I believe it's good to me. Number two, God is what? Ah, you know my principle already. You know, number two, God is faithful. What does that mean? It's faithful. It will what? He will do what he says he will what? It does not matter. Years may pass by. It does not matter. I was ministering in a church many years ago. I called the person. I was ministering to a trusting God for the fruit of the womb. And I laid hands on it. The person has been, I didn't know this. It was when I went back to the church the year after they were telling me this. I did not know. I just said people that should come out. And I'm not talking about India. This happened in Lagos, Nigeria. And I was laying hands. And I, I didn't know this couple had been waiting for 18 years. I didn't know. I went back and he said, oh, and the woman was, and I was, oh, I didn't even know because I just went there, ministered, and I left, and I saw the, oh, God, I just greeted her, and the pastor said, my friend said, you know what happened, you remember? I said, no, I can't remember. He said, this, this particular person has been waiting for 18 years. I said, what? 18 years? They didn't tell me anything. I didn't know anything. And you know what happened? The following year, they had their baby, but I didn't know. I didn't know. 18 years I've been waiting. They've been trusting God and they were told. They were, I don't know what they were told. I don't know what they said. Whose report will you believe? They were happy. I was happy. We were dancing together. We were rejoicing together for the God who showed up 18 years after. You can't tell me. It does not matter the report. It doesn't matter what they're saying. It doesn't matter what is what what report is God saying about it. What is he saying about it? Somebody said, "Are you sure?" It's like telling somebody who's already in the pool whether there's water in the pool. He's in the pool and swimming. He says, "Is there water there?" When is already swimming? Eh? <laughs> is there water there? How will he swim without water there? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not saying resign, but what I'm saying to you is this. Listen to God. Listen to God and let's follow God. And because it's time. It's time to stop giving word. And I didn't even add the word flimsy to it. You added flimsy to it. Time to stop giving word and say you back it up and say God understands. To be honest with you, He does understand. He won't complain, but at the same time, He won't break His word because of you. He won't break His word because of you, meaning that you remain what? At the same level. Break His word before. It's time for you to say, Lord, I'm going to the next level. And that is why I want to take you into the world today entitled Encountering the God of All Possibilities in the Valley. Encountering what? The God of All Possibilities in the Valley. You can even change it to the God of All World of Limitless Possibilities in the Valley. Either way will work. The God of limitless possibilities in the valley. Because this is a year of limitless possibilities. Let us pray. You talk to God. 
what are you expecting him to do for you? What would you like him to do for you? What are you trusting him for? Let him hear your voice. Let him hear your word. Father in heaven, we love you. We have come to meet with you anew and afresh. Speak to your people. Meet everyone at their very point of need. Father, we thank you. We worship and we adore you, Lord. We give you praise, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God of breakthrough, thank you for giving your people breakthroughs. Thank you because as many as are desirous, Lord, they will return with a testimony. As many as are saying, yes, they will not only encounter you, they will return with a testimony. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you as you minister and you speak through me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you all the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me start with this. What expectation do you have of God this morning? How big is your expectation? Because your expectation will determine what you will receive. And all of us are not at the same level of expectation. Some, our expectations is what? Big. Some of us, maybe it's let us come and see. Some of us, uh, maybe you've come with this little small expectation. I want to encourage you to have a big expectation because we're serving a big God. Is there anything that God cannot do? Mark chapter 9. The book of Mark chapter number 9, verse number 1, verse number 2. Mark 9 from verse number 2. It reads, and I quote, Now after six days, Jesus took what? Peter, James, and what? And led them up on a high mountain apart by themselves. And it was transfigured before them. After how many days? Six days. You know what I've learned? I learned that every word in the Bible, every word, every statement is significant. There's nothing that they put there so that uh, to, to hang or to make up space. Nothing there. Every word, all scriptures is inspired by the inspiration of God. After how many days? Why didn't they put after five days? Why didn't they put after four days? Why didn't this happen after two days? After six days, because six is the number of man. Is the number of what? Man. Man was created on the sixth day. Man was created on the sixth day. Not six, six, six. Six, six, six is not the number of man. Six, six, six is the number of the... Is the number of... Is the number of antichrist. Antichrist. That is that which is being done against Christ. Is the number of the antichrist. Not the number of the... Not the number of man. Six, six, six is antichrist. It simply means what? Man has become God in his own life. And that is why the man we have here today is a caricature of the original creation of God. This man that we see does not look like the man that God created. Hello. Because this man is what mostly falling. And the folly man has lost dominion. The folly man does not carry dominion and authority. And can I also add this one? It's also a food for the devil. He doesn't carry dominion, say, after six days. The creator said, let us make man. Genesis 1.26. In our what? After our what? And after our own what? Likeness. That image there, what does it mean? What does it mean? The essence and what again? 
Catholic, and what again? The nature of God. So now, let us make man in our own image. Can you come? Can you come? Yes, please come. Georgia, come. Come. Domingo, come. Domingo, come. I, I need, uh, okay, okay, come, yes, America, come, let us make man in our what, this is America, tall, tall, I want to say tall young man, tall young man, and Georgia, I don't know whether it's tall for a lady, it's the average height, I don't know, but this is Georgia, and this is Domingo, slim, just easy going man. Can you see? That is Domingo. Who among them resembles God the more? Who is God very tall and black? Is God medium height and light? Is God slim and somebody does like this? Who among them resembles God the more? So when God said, let us make man, he was not talking about physical likeness, physical attribute. He was talking about the very essence, the nature, the characteristics of God. So that this man will carry the very nature of God. And the nature of God is expressed in the very next night. He said, let them have word dominion. So when man fell, Man fell from dominion. When Satan fell, he fell from heaven. So that is why the man that you see on the streets, the unredeemed man does not look like God at all. In characteristics, in the things we value, in the way we behave. Why? Because it's mostly falling. But the man, that is why Christ came to redeem us to himself so that we can start to carry dominion and authority again. That is why it's not just about the number. You can have 10,000, 20,000 attending church, but they're not carrying that essence, they're carrying that dominion, carrying that authority. Their impact in the society remains little or none. So at the beginning, he said, on the sixth day, he took what? Three of them. You can go back to your seat. Thank you. Three of them. Peter, James, and John. To where? To where? To the mountain. Peter, what did he choose Peter, James, and John? They are very close to him. They were his favorites. No, he didn't choose them because they were his favorites. Why did he choose them? You know what he said to me? I'll tell you what he told me. He said, I chose them to be my witnesses. So that they could witness what happened on that day and eventually be able to report it to the next generation. I chose them to be my witnesses. Peter, James, and John, and led them up on the world on the high mountain, or what we call on the mountain top. You know, I can change today's message to say that in this way, encountering the God of the mountain top in the valley. The God of the mountain top in the valley. He took them to the mountain top. There's some of us here today, you're on the mountain top. And there's some of us who are in the valley. The two of them are not the same thing. 
the mountain top. He took them on the mountain top. The mountain top is a place where number one, I'll tell you way to identify the mountain top is a place of encounter. On the mountain top, you're feeling good. On the mountain top, oh wow, God has been good. Oh God is glorious. He took them to the mountain top apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. What is transfiguration? What is transfiguration? Thank you so much. It's far bigger than transformation. Because transfiguration is the third dimension of creation. The first dimension is creation. The second dimension is transformation. The third dimension is transfiguration. So, transfiguration is the change that is taking place. What is transformation? Change taking place on the inside. That is transformation. Be ye transformed by what? Let there be a change on your inside. Change the way you think. If you don't deliberately start to change the way you think, you will be, continue to think the way you've been thinking. Because there's a way you've been programmed. Programmed by the society. Programmed by the tribe where you grew up in. Programmed by the country where you've been living in. Programmed by grandma. Programmed by grandpa. Programmed by this. Programmed by... There's a way they've been thinking. There's a way they in that area. And when you are born there, you just take up what the mode of the thinking. And I'm telling you, if it's not redeemed, it will produce what? Thank you. There's a way. So he said, be transformed. There can't be a change on the outside without the change on the inside. Change the way you think. Don't think like what? Somebody said, oh yes. Uh, don't think like change the way you think. Change the way you think. I think in scriptures. I don't think the way a lot of people think. I think whenever there's any issue, my first response is what does the word say about it? I think in scriptures. What is the word saying about this? What is the word saying? Let's say for example, what is the word saying about sickness or disease? What is the word saying about my breakthrough financial provision? What is the word saying about this one, about that one, about that one? Not what my custom, not what tradition says. All those things have been fashioned to keep you what? Limited. What does the word say about it? For example, I grew up in Africa, but I don't believe in what is called African time. I don't believe in it at all. That is why, if I give you an appointment at 8, you say, uh, say, Pastor, you say it's from uh, Africa. Okay, I can show up at 9. You may not meet me there. You may not meet me there. I don't believe in African time. I don't believe you're, you're sure because sometimes they say, you know, Africa, you believe around time. Eight simply means you appear what? If you are still coming out quarter to nine, it's still okay. I remember somebody who had, <laughs> they was given an appointment at Vic Road at nine. And he showed up at 9.30. They said, for what? He said, appointment. He said, when? He said, nine. He said, What's the, when is the appointment? He said, nine. He said, when have you come? He said, well, I've just come. Uh, can I still have it? They said, ah. They said, no. Later, I saw the person. I said, did you do the same? He said, no. You know what these people? I mean, I still, I still appear there. I still got there around nine. I said, you got there around nine? That means they won't be doing anything. They'll just be waiting for you. I don't think like that. I don't think like an African. I don't think I'm a kingdom person. I don't think like that. Somebody wondered, you know, and I thank God, I bless God for all, because, oh my Lord, I've not said anything because when mommy pastor returns, she'll be one to come and say thank you because you have taken care of me while she's been away. 
the food, the chicken, the turkey, the, the vegetables, all manners that were just being brought and brought and brought. You know, somebody cooked chicken and a stocky soup, and then and also stocky, and then also a fresh pepper soup, and then all the, 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 the oh, oh, I'm telling you, if not that I'm missing my word, I just say, but, but I think you need to don't don't say anything. The shaki, the bogoto, the everything. And I remember one of us wanted to bring, and he said, Daddy Pastor, should I bring pounded yam and bring uh, what else now? And bring the typical food, Nigerian food. I said, I don't eat them. He said, huh? That's true. The last time I ate pounded yam, probably I don't know when. I don't. Praise God. Hallelujah. So if you go and load panda yam or semolida, they say this is what they eat there. You'd be surprised. I don't eat it. Amen. Praise God. Then what do you eat? Then you need to ask me. Praise God. Because the journey is too far. Hello? So I, I'm careful what I eat. So I'm what? I'm strong. To continue to deal and advance. Deal with the enemy. I don't give any room for anything. I don't eat all those ones. I don't think the way a lot of people. No, I'm, I think kingdom. I think the world. I think the world. That is why I will correct you based on the word. Hello? Think the word. Somebody say, no, I'm a very proud, I'm a very proud, which country is not here, so that you won't say I mentioned your country. Huh? Kiribati. I'm a very proud Kiribati man. I'm a very proud man. You will be limited to what has been destroying Kiribati. The reason why Kribati has not made progress, you'll be limited to it. Because they're things that are keeping them the way they are. They're forces, they're demons keeping them the way they are. You'll be limited by those things. Think kingdom, think the world. In your relationship, the way you deal with your wife. Don't say, don't you know I'm a man in this place? Where is he written? Relate with your wife. Deal with your relationship based on the word of God. Hallelujah. Take for example, that is why I don't believe in African church. I don't believe in Nigerian church. I don't believe in all those ones. I don't believe, oh yes, oh you are not Aussie church. I don't believe in all those. I believe in kingdom church. That is why you come here, they will sing in uh, Swahili, they will sing in English, they will sing in Igbo, they will sing in Yoruba, they will sing in your, your but they have not been singing my own language. Then maybe you need to teach them how to sing in your own language. They sang it today. You see me dancing and playing like this. You say, oh, pastor knows this song. No! No! Because God understands all languages. I'm enjoying the tune. I'm enjoying the presence of God. Praise God. They get a good song in Buganda and they start to sing it. I'll dance the same way. Done the same way. I'm kingdom. Amen. And I want to remain that way so that I can be dealing with the enemy and Satan. He took them up and was transfigured. Transfiguration is the external outworking of the change that has been taking place in the world on the inside. He took them there. 
How do you know we're on the mountaintop? Number one, encounters. Oh, encounters. You'll be having this encounter. Oh, you pray. You say, wow, look at what God has done. Look at it. It was an, a time of encounter for them. It was transfigured what? Before them. Time of encounter for them. Time of encounter for them. Wow! They saw him in a way they've never seen him before. They say, what, what is it? And before them, they were all there. Number two. Mountaintop is a time, is a time of what? Supernatural manifestation. Supernatural manifest. You see God manifests himself in a supernatural way. Because while he was there, he was transfigured before that. Verse number three. Mountaintop experience is a time of what? Testimonies. Have you been seeing two, for the last two Sundays? Some of us have been sharing their testimonies. Very powerful testimonies. Encouraging testimonies. Testimonies will encourage your faith. When you see that, look at what God has done for this. Because the God who what? Is the same God, what he what did for one, he will do for others. So mountaintop is a time of sharing our testimonies. Come and see what God has done. Come and see what God has done. Minister Wally was sharing two Sundays. Ivy and they were also sharing. Doctor was also they were sharing testimonies. And, tes and there are those of us with testimonies too that you have not shared. Testimonies is a mountaintop. And do you know what? You want the testimonies to what? To continue forever. Amen. Praise God. Isn't it? Continue forever. I told Stanley and Ivy. This time on the delivery. What do you do? Is what? What do you do? Exactly. Treat her like egg. When she says stand. Before, she's, before the leaves lands. When he says, Star, he says, what, what do you want? Is there anything? You, you okay? Say, yes, I'm, I'm okay. Can you get me tea? No, no, change it. Can you get me my loaf? No, 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 I don't want a coffee. Is there anything you want? And then you. Oh, yes, you have to take good care of her. Because if you don't, I will show up. Amen. Praise God. And do you know, when you are doing that, the baby inside will also be smiling at you. Say, Daddy is doing a very good job. <laughs> a very good job. You want the testimonies to last forever. Who does not want testimonies to last forever? You want the thing to continue and continue and continue. And I said, I said to her, I said, this, is, this will until after birth. He said, no, 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 no. He said, you must continue. You have to take it easy on stand too. This must continue. We want the testimonies to continue forever. We want to thank God for it. The Bible says, look at verse 3. His clothes became shining exceedingly what? White like snow. Such as no what? No hard word on earth can whiten them. So who whitened the clothes? Who? Supernaturally. You know, the, the church has become so natural that you find the supernatural happening just occasionally. But I'm trusting God that in this place, supernatural will become the norm. Not occasionally. That when you come, you're trusting God for healing. Healing. You're trusting God for breakthrough. Breakthrough. You're trusting God for provision. Provision. You're trusting God for... It becomes our norm. Becomes the terrain of the church. Because that is why we are not just natural beings. We are supernatural beings. The Holy Spirit is living inside of me. Inside of you. And he wants to live big inside of us. Verse number four. And Elijah appeared to them with Moses. And they were talking with what? Jesus. Elijah appeared with them. With Moses. And they were talking. With Jesus. At this time, was Elijah alive? Was Elijah physically alive? At this time, was Moses physically alive? 
at this time, how old and how, how long has it been that Moses had died? How long? Anybody? David, you want to give it a... What? Yes, you're right. But how long? Hundreds of years, yes. At this time, he had actually been dead for 1,400 years, physically. 1,400 years. And Moses had been dead. I mean, Moses had been dead for 1,400 years, and Elijah had been dead for what? 900 years. And I was reading this, and I saw something I'd never seen. Again, he said, this is another example to let you know that those who belong to me do not die. They do not die. They leave their body here. But it does not mean they are what? They are gone. That means that your parent, your dad, who passed on, your parents, your brother, your sister, who, oh, eventually you will see them again. There is not the God of the dead. It's the God of the living. It's just that you don't see them again in, the, in this side of the world. They are not here. But a time will come when you remove your jacket or your clothing or your body that you are wearing. You remove it and you put it down here and it will be there. And so, 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 so. No, it's the body. The one, the real you has gone to be in the presence of God. And I'm telling you, in the fullness of time, you will see them again. You will see him again. That's why you should never sorrow. When a believer has passed on, you should never sorrow. Because it's a temporary separation. What is the problem? The problem is they are not, if they're not born again. Please do everything. Get your family born again. Get them into church. Don't lose them. Don't let them die without knowing Christ because you will lose them eternally. 1,400 years after Elijah. Moses physically died. He appeared to Jesus here. And when he appeared, he was in close, the packaging. He said, oh. he said, ghost has come. Is that the way he appeared? And when Elijah appeared, the ghost has come. Is that the way he appeared? He appeared, they saw them clearly. Another thing is this, when you see those who have gone, you recognize them. Because they recognize Elijah. How did they do that? How are they able to recognize a Holy Spirit that is living inside of you? And telling you, you will, you will super, you will just know. The moment when you get to heaven, you will see Moses and you will know this is Moses. You know this is Elijah. You know this is, you will just know them because of the one that is called, that is given to you to help identify all things and to also help you here on earth. And do you also know one thing that will happen there? There's nothing like speaking your language that nobody will hear there. Oh, yes. Whatever language you speak, everybody will. Oh, if you speak Croatian now, I may be struggling to understand. But in heaven, speak it, I will interpret it for you. Why? Why? Because when man lost the ability to word, to speak each other's, what they lost on the Tower of Babel was not, was not that they could not word. What they lost was the ability to understand the languages being spoken which will be restored later on. They saw them, they heard them, and they were talking. He's not dead. Can I tell you about my, uh, my parents? When my parents passed on, when my, dad passed, when my mom passed on, we were expecting her because she was a little bit sick when she passed on. We were expecting that that could happen. And then eventually she did. She was already in her 70s, you know. But we're not expecting my dad we're not expecting that from my dad. He was close to 80. But the day before, we were, I was, the day before the burial of my mom were together, I took him to lunch. We ate lunch together. I took him to the barber. He barbed his hair. I took him every, I took him to the doctor. They checked him. His beep, he was 120-80. So he was in good shape. But he was determined that he would not what? He would not continue to live without his darling wife. They were very close. I left him at about eight. He was having his dinner. Then I went to where I was stay to see my friend who had been here once before. To just at least let me see. 
you know, because I travel from here to back to Nigeria for it. Twelve midnight, I got the call that he passed on. It was a shock. I got there, I got to the house, and he was lying there. What? 8 p.m. He was having what? 12 p.m. He was what? He was gone. Nothing was wrong. That is why. That, that is why I'm telling you. Make, this is not a, it's, it's a matter of life and death. Your, your spouse, your, your, whosoever is close to you, get them to know Jesus. Because that is the only way that eternally you can be sure that they what? They're good. Or else, the other alternative is what? Hell. And hell was not created for human beings. Somebody say, how can a good God be sending people to a bad hell? It is not sending anybody there. It is the choice that people make that is sending them there. Hell was created for Satan and his cohorts. And that is why I'm appealing to you. If you're not born again today, that is one of the first things that God will want us to do. To ask you to give your heart to Jesus so that you can be sure of your eternity. We did the burial. They were buried the same day. They were buried in the same grave. We did the burial and I came back to Australia. There was pain in my heart. How can my dad pass on just like that? We're not expecting this. Lord, how did he pass on like this? Oh, Lord. Sometimes when everybody will have gone, I'll be in the, you know, alone. Tears will be coming out of my eyes. I've lost my dad. Blah, blah, blah. That's another thing that I want to say to you. If people, if your loved ones died in Christ, you have not lost them. Don't say you have lost them. You have not lost them. You have not, you are not just what? They are not just with you at this time. Until one day, it was just like God saying, let me show you something that you, you've not known. And he showed me. I saw the two of them in heaven. They were seated in a big house. They were watching something like television. Is there television in heaven? I saw something like that. And they were watching it. And they were, I looked at my dad. He was looking good. He was relaxed. I looked at my mom. Was, ah. And I said, well, I've been shedding tears there. And uh, you, you are good. Uh, you, yeah. uh, thank you. Um, ah, I, I came out of that revolution. From that day, no more tears. Because they are not weeping there. They are not crying there. Oh, 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 oh. There's a home for the believer. This is not the, home, this is not the final place for us. It's heaven. And eventually, in the fullness of time, we're going to return to the earth. But there's a place for the believer but get to know him first. So that you can, it becomes your, it's your passport to that place in heaven. Elijah was still alive. Moses was still, and they were talking with what? With Jesus. Verse, then Peter answered and said, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles. One for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. Because he saw what? He saw what was happening. He said, let us remain here forever. He wanted the testimonies to remain well. To continue well. We all love mountaintop. Let us stay here. Because he did not know what to say, for they were greatly afraid. Then verse number seven. But, and then a cloud came. And another thing about the mountaintop is this. is a place of expressing the cloud of glory. <laughs> a cloud came and overshadowed them. And a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my word. Beloved son, hear him. This is my beloved son. Hear him. Because as far as Peter, James, and John were concerned, they were almost seen James, and they were almost seen Elijah. Elijah was a great prophet. Moses, he was a wonderful prophet. And Jesus also seen that these are prophets standing together. Let us be three tabernacles with the same mood for them. And God said, no. Don't compare Elijah. Elijah was a prophet. Moses was a prophet. But this is the son. They are completely different. The one to hear is the son. He said, this is my beloved son. What? Hear him. Do you want, do you, uh, are you trusting God for him? This is the key to miracles. This is the key to miracles. Hear him. What is the son saying about it? What is the son saying about Hear him. What is the son saying about it? They are not the same. 
Some religions say Jesus was a prophet. Absolutely was a prophet. But was far, far bigger than just a prophet. He was the son of God. Amen. The son of God. Say, he had the son. Tell your neighbor, he had the son. In the beloved, this is my beloved son. Hear him. And sometimes hearing him may necessitate what? Necessitate what? Carrying out what others would consider ridiculous. <laughs> Pastor, I don't understand. John chapter 2. And I'll take you there and I'll close. I'll take you to John chapter 2. The book of John and the book of Genesis, they are almost, they run almost parallel. Genesis chapter 1 was what? Creation. In the beginning, what? Created what? And the earth was without? And void. John chapter 1 verse 1 was what? In the beginning? And the word was what? The God. Genesis chapter 2 was about what? About marriage. Oh yes. Let them, let us make, uh, you know, and out of the ribs, the side he created what? The woman. And a man will leave what? His father. That is why, stop saying that behind every successful man is a woman. It's not behind. Behind is the picture of the fallen man. You, my wife, you must be following me. Follow me. Have you noticed that it's children that follow the parents? And then when you say, follow me, follow me, my wife is following me. Your wife is not supposed to follow you. You, 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 you dismantle a covenant relationship and the capacity of that relationship. It's supposed to be where? Where is she supposed to be? By your side. So you're like, when I talk in this house, you shut up. Your wife, your wife, treating her like, like a little baby, a little one, your wife. Somebody said women are in trouble today. Absolutely. Because there must be a change. You don't treat your wife anyhow. You don't treat your wife anyhow. You treat her well. You don't treat her anyhow. Praise God. Hallelujah. And sometimes I can get you. And there's an argument. See, you're talking to me. I think, bah. Because you can beat her up. Why don't you get angry at mighty God? Remember mighty God? He was a very powerful wrestler in the in the which year? In the eighties was very very powerful. He was like this. Have you noticed that we can get angry and hit somebody that you think you can get away with? If you know you're not going to get away with it, you be careful. The uh, the, the, the the anger will be under control because you know that if you hit him hit her once, it will give you what? Me 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 me. Treat your wives well. Let us be examples of the kingdom of God. Amen. Is it? It's doing well. <laughs> yes. I just quickly, I just quickly did an exam there, and and he passed. Praise God. I'll tell you a secret. The way I will know whether you're treating your wife, where I'll look at look at her face. If you're sitting beside you and doing like this. I know you are not treating your wife well. This is important because of the attack on marriages. The attack on marriages. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. John chapter 2. On the third day, there was a wedding where? In Cana and the mother of Jesus was what? Was there. Verse number two. Now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no what? They have no wine. Because in the Jews, how long, how many, how many days does your reception take? Stanley. Eh? 
Just one day. Recep normal reception today will take one day. But at that time, in the, among the Jews, their reception will go for seven days. And they will invite the entire village to come and feast. So they, they've been having this continuously for many days. Wine was what? Gone. And the wine was not finished because it would be a big disgrace to the family. The entire village will show up to come and eat and feast. They are rejoicing with you. Yeah, seven days. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to them, they have no word. But then Jesus said to them, woman, what does, this, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet what? Don't let me start to show myself here. The time of manifestation has not come. Concerning every calling, there's a time of preparation. And there's a time of what? Manifestation. Sometimes you're thinking something should have happened. It's because the time of manifestation had not come. When the time of manifestation comes, what? What will start to happen? The things will start to happen. It's just like pregnancy. There's first trimester. Nobody knows the baby is there. Even sometimes the woman does not know. And definitely some... <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I was sharing the testimony of Ivy. I said, thank God. Look at what God has done. So one of us, I won't mention the name. The person is here. He said, Ivy is pregnant. I said, ah, ah. He said, ah, ah. He said, Pastor, is this pregnant? The person is looking at me and I'm looking at her. I won't. <laughs> I said, this you know, because first trimester, some people may not know, especially, you know, and including this, my young, handsome, also. <laughs> But second trimester, everybody we know. It's called come and see what the Lord has done and the husband. It shows. It announces itself. Then third trimester, the moment is nine months. The baby wants to what? Come on. Because the time of manifestation at war? Come. In life, there's a time of manifestation. Sometimes you struggle and struggle. And there's something that has been settled and, uh, uh, concerning you. You can have them now. But there's some things. There's a time. There's a time. It's called Kairos time. Understanding the time when that thing should happen. And the moment you don't understand, you'll be complaining. You say, why? And you'll be comparing yourself with other people. Don't compare yourself with others. They're different. Destinies are different. And, but do you know one thing? Oh, yes. The time of manifestation, time of celebration. A time is coming when you'll be celebrated too. That is why rejoice with those who rejoice. You are positioning yourself for the time they'll come and also, What? Just with you. Time of manifestation is different. It's not the same for everyone. And can I say this is never too late for anybody? Because the same time of manifestation, look at me now, I'm ready, this one is too late. Who told you that? Don't believe that lie. How old was Abraham when he was called? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 75. I'm just starting life. Full of energy and full of life. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I got, I got, they, they sent me weight, weighing scale. And they said, they said, you need to be weighing yourself. I said, okay, I'll weigh my, I removed the scale, I put it in the bathroom. I didn't have any weighing scale. But they said, and I jump on, they said, this boot to set it up. I set it up. He said, your body is 10, year, 10, 10 years younger. I said, eh. I can take you to my house and measure you and see how your body is. I'm serious. It's there. They, oh, they take the measure the thing. Tell you this one. Tell you that one. Tell you that one. Tell you that one. Tell you that one. Measure my body said it's ten years younger. I say, eh. praise God, Hallelujah, Amen. I said I will be eating more vegetables now. I said, I said, eating vegetables, and I stepped on the scale. My waist started going down. I said, reduce vegetable now. Eat little. <laughs> Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 
He said, my time has not come, verse number five. Listen very well. But his mother said to Jesus again, whatever he says to you, whatever he says to you, do it. What did he say to Peter, James, and John? This is my beloved son. Hear him. No, Mary, his mother, said whatever he says, to, why did he say that? Because of things that she had seen. Whatever is, can I tell you again? Whatever he says to you are, that is why you must know what he's saying to you. And then verse number six. What did he answer to them? Not the groom and said, what did he say? He said, every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, then they feel you. But you have kept the good wine until now. God will always reserve the best for the last. That is why he has not finished with you. Hallelujah. I say, is that what the best for? What did they take to the, to the master? What did, they, what, what did he taste? So in the process of taking the water, what happened? Why they were what? Going, thank you, obedience. Water turned into? Into wine. So person they said, what, what did you say we should take to the master? Water? No, 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 we're looking for wine. He said, take the water. Don't waste my time. I don't have time for this water. Would you have experienced it? That is why when he's asking you to do something that you don't understand, learn to obey. It's called trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Trust and obey. Because it's time that God wants to lift you from where you are to where he wants to position you. In the name of Jesus, I want to pray for you right now. You're trusting God for healing. You're trusting God for breakthrough. You're trusting God for miracle. Rise up on your feet. In the name of Jesus, I will tell you what he has told me. I will tell you what he has told me. In the name of Jesus, you're trusting God. You're trusting God. You're trusting God, I want to pray for you. You're trusting God. For that breakthrough, you're trusting God for that healing. You're trusting God for that turnaround. The first thing I said to me is this, to tell you to forgive. Forgive. Let go. Let go of the past. Let go of what happened in the past. Let go, let go, let go, let go, let go, let go. Let go. Let go. Don't hold on to the past. Don't hold on to the hearts. Don't hold on to what had happened. It's limiting you and it will limit you. Continue to limit you. If you just forgive and let go of whatever was done, whatever pain, whatever thing, whatever was said, whatever was done that hurt you, that you reacted against. If you let go, you're walking out of this place completely free, completely healed, in the name of Jesus Christ, I want you to let go. Go before God and let go. Let go and let God. Let go and let go. Forgive. Forgive. Zime zibe sesheli masolo baseke seli basisisi. Rima zuko solo basheli masebe seke seli masuala basi. Why don't you forgive? And especially I want to say this to you. Because you are here. Sometimes person words were spoken against you. They were very, very painful. Words were spoken. And they were very painful. And many times those words return to you. It's time to let them go. Those words that were spoken, spoken, and they were very painful. They were very painful. They hurt you. Why should this person speak like this? Why should this person utter this? But God is saying, forgive, let go. Leave it between me. Leave it, leave it, leave it. Leave it, leave it to me. Leave it, leave it to me. And let me handle it. Let me handle it. Because those things were painful to you. It was said to you years ago. But you, you, God said forgive. God said let go. God said leave it. 
because of the things I want to do for you. Don't let it limit, don't let it hold you back. Don't let it hold you back. Father, in the name of pray for those of us. Yes, they say, we want to forgive. I pray for those of us. In the name of Jesus Christ, Rematulu Mashili Maseketi Libasua. Dear Lord Jesus, I'm asking for the grace to forgive so that they can receive the grace to be healed.